Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we've got a really cool guest on our phone. He is where? London, London, Ontario. London, Ontario. That's my old home, sort of. I went to Western, so I lived in London for four years. But I don't actually consider it living in London because when you go to the university, you literally just live in your university bubble. So you know the campus and you know where the bars are. The end. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, hey everyone, it's Amanda and we're talking to Rui today on the phone who is an RMT but a very, very new RMT, only been practicing a few months, but he's got a ton of experience in the fitness world and personal training and um, the reason we're talking to him is Mark came across a post he put in a Facebook group um, just sort of cautioning RMTs about fitness and an exercise prescription and, you know, letting them know that if you don't have advanced knowledge of fitness or exercise, maybe you should be a little bit careful when you are instructing your clients. His post was not taken very well. He got chewed up. Got chewed up uh, quite a bit. And the reason we wanted to talk Unnecessarily to you. Unnecessarily Yes. <laughs> well, and that's the reason we wanted to talk to you is that I totally understood what you were trying to say. I saw your intent. And I think that people got very defensive before actually reading. Because I, I actually read your post. Um, we did a recording last night. And I read through the full thing. And I saw nothing wrong with what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why don't, you, yeah. Uh, why don't you just introduce yourself to everybody and uh, we can get right into it. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, again, my name is Rui. Um, new RMT, but I've kind of been in the game for a little while now, like you said. Fitness is kind of my background and really my foundation. Um, I guess my journey really started around probably 2007 for me, and it was right around the time I actually joined the Canadian Forces. So I was actually in the military for about nine years and I actually trained uh, with the Reserve Infantry Unit in downtown Toronto. Um, so I was a paratrooper too. I was jumping out of planes and doing all sorts of fun stuff and, you know, blowing things up and shooting guns. And it was great. And then, I don't know, at some point along that uh, timeline, I thought, you know what, let me try my hand at personal training. So I was kind of doing the two simultaneously, uh, building up this reputation as this hardcore boot camp instructor and really just, you know, beating up my clients like my instructors beat me up. Because that's kind of, that's what I knew. I just, I was conditioned to doing everything with like, maximum violence, speed, and aggression. And that's just kind of like, that's all I knew. So I quickly realized, um, you know, being the army guy, that I was probably, you know, beating up my clients a little too much. And honestly, most, most of my clients were older. They were in their, you know, 55 to 65 age range. And, and you're training them like they're in the military. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was <laughs> probably a little too intense. And, um, you know, and I realized that there you know, getting someone to get strong and stable, and those are all great things, but I found that mobility and flexibility really was like the missing piece for a lot of these clients. And I realized, you know what, I need to just learn more and figure out, you know, how to help these people better because, you know, I don't think my approach was working really well. So I got introduced to this system um, called fascial stretch therapy. You may have heard of it. I don't know. Um, stretch to win? A, yeah, stretch to win. Exactly. Yeah. So I did some, yeah, I did the certifications through... Um, the DTS Fitness Education um, Institute in Toronto with Kevin Darby and his awesome team. And I hey, was uh, was was Robert yeah. Glean one of the uh, 
TAs? He, he wasn't on my course. He came a little bit after. He was ah. hired on as an instructor after. But I know Rob really well, though. He's a great guy. Super smart. Very, very like. We love uh, Robert over here. He's actually been on the podcast. Oh, has he really? Robert and I went to elementary school together. Oh, wow. You guys are way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. He knows a lot about like neural stuff. He's sort of like the brain wizard, right? Like that's kind of his background and specialty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and all of his Instagram yeah. posts that are testing my eyes. Damn you, Robert. <laughs> yeah, those are cool. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Robert, he wasn't teaching uh, when I got certified, but I quickly advanced through all the levels of the certification and I was just, I was hooked. I was like, this is exactly what my clients needed. And the feedback I was getting was overwhelmingly positive. And slowly I realized, you know, and I'd advanced through my career as a personal trainer. Like I was, you know, working for Good Life. I'd worked up to a level five personal trainer. I was uh, even teaching for the company, I was designated a uh, regional education instructor um, for the London region. So I was actually helping teach, mentor, and develop new personal trainers for the company, which was awesome because you get to see the spectrum of skill set and where people come from and everything. And anyways, the point is, I kind of realized the composition of sessions that I was doing, you know, between training and stretching started to change quite a bit. And I noticed that a lot of clients, they kept asking for this one-on-one assisted stretching modality that I'd learned. And I was like, you know what, there's something to this. And I was getting better and better at it. And I just realized, you know what, I think I just need to kind of, you know, let the training thing go. And I'd done a ton of courses and like dozens and dozens of courses and certifications and personal training and programming and fitness and, and you know, corrective exercise and rehab and you name it. But the, the stretching system really was like the, the game changer for me. Um, and that's kind of what triggered the whole massage therapy pursuit. So I thought this is awesome. I, I, you know, immediately jumped on board. I got, um, I got into the program here in London. I uh, did the two-year massage program, and I thought it really helped enhance my skill set um, as a body worker. And I thought it was great. I loved it. All of the anatomy, physiology was right up my alley. I'll admit there, there have been times, even as a trainer, that I was kind of, I don't want to say bullied, but I'll, I'll just give you an example. I'll just get right into it, and this will maybe explain the reason for the post, and we'll get into that as well. You know, I was training a client. Uh, this would have been years and years ago, and I had, you know, I wasn't a level five trainer at the time. I was maybe a level three or level four. So I racked up a few good certifications under my belt, and you know, found myself fairly competent and in the realm of fitness, and um, built up quite a roster of clients. And I had one client who. She was seeing a massage therapist. She played baseball recreationally. And every now and then she would, you know, come in complaining of something, whether it was, you know, her neck was a little bit tweaked or maybe her shoulder was bugging her. She had all sorts of sort of, you know, those nagging injuries you get when you're, you know, you start creeping up to your 30s, 40s and 50s. And her massage therapist, um, because she would relay some of the stuff that we would do in our program back to her RMP. And then messages would get relayed back to me, um, basically telling me maybe, hey, like maybe avoid these things or maybe you should do this and that. And then I complied. I thought, hey, great. You know what? She obviously knows a little bit more than I do in this respect. And she's the one doing all the hands-on work, you know, and fixing all the orthopedic issues, you know, and I love that team approach, you know, so absolutely let's work together. And then it kind of started getting a little carried away. Um, and this is where things got a little weird because it, it got so bad that she was kind of like just kind of pushing it a little bit too much where like just telling us to avoid certain exercises like all together. Mm-hmm. And it, it got to a point where I was like, it, like, and it was constant and I was kind of getting frustrated because I was like, well, 
like, I don't really see how that's going to really, because I wasn't agreeing with everything that she was saying. So it created a little bit of conflict. And I never actually, I, I wish I'd reached out to her and talked to her. And I don't know why I didn't, but that kind of turned me off a little bit. And I thought, you know what, who's this RMT kind of like, you know, she has no idea. Like, I see this person way more than she does. I'm I'm with this client three times a week for a full hour. And she's only seeing her like once every like four to six weeks. Like what gives her the right to kind of like push me around and tell me what I should or shouldn't be doing. Like, I think I would, you know, in terms of watching her movement and her injuries and everything. So I kind of, that kind of turned me off a little bit. And that was just one example. There were other examples too. I mean, actually a few in school, um, believe it or not, when I kind of, you know, didn't agree with a few things that the instructors were saying, because again, mm-hmm. they started to, it seemed like they were kind of stepping outside of their scope, just a smidge when it came to like, exercise prescription and i thought hey and i I immediately asked like like it doesn't really sound like remex like why are we talking about this do you have like a solid example so um the reason i'm asking is i've i did talk to another rmt about your post because like i said i defended you or i don't think that you said anything wrong and for example uh the example she had was well yeah like if you're rmt and you don't properly know how to do a deadlift don't teach someone how to do deadlifts is that the kind of thing you're talking about like is there anything specific that maybe an rmt instructor or another rmt did that you thought okay this is way beyond what you learned how to do in remex yeah there's there there was a few and that's kind of what the post was about here's one this might piss some people off and i'm i'm just going to say it like the (laughs) the girl who was kind of like telling me how to do my programming as a trainer the rmt looked like she hadn't lifted a weight in her life and that's kind of like and the truth is like i don't know i just i'm a big believer and you know if you're going to start preaching something like maybe you should actually maybe have some experience in it or whatnot and you know i know maybe it sounds terrible i don't really care i'm just saying like this that's just my opinion um you know there's uh yeah like the, the whole post was about you know if you haven't been trained in how to like properly coach or cue a hinge pattern or a deadlift or a proper squat pattern like you probably shouldn't be talking to your clients about that like refer them out to uh, a movement specialist yes i consider a physiotherapist a trainer or a kinesiologist and people were going crazy on that they were like movement specialists and yeah like i was like are you kidding me like if we don't consider those professionals movement experts who are the movement experts? Well, like, I know like, there were some people that didn't like the um, personal trainers, kins, and physios being lumped together because there are a lot of people who don't think, don't consider personal trainers movement specialists. And I, I mean, I understand that side of it because there yeah. isn't really any kind of gold standard here in Canada. Like it, it is true that you can take um, a very short, you know, even a weekend course and call yourself a personal trainer. However, yeah. I think they were missing your intent in that you you refer to somebody who does understand exercises and corrective exercises and not just, you know, somebody who took a, you know, a two-day CanFit Pro course. You're looking for somebody yeah. who has been immersed in fitness as you had been. And that's why yeah. you put that with kinesiologists and physiotherapists who are movement specialists. I would definitely trust a physio or a kin when it comes to exercise prescription more than I would trust an RMT. Sorry, RMTs. I am an RMT, but I know what we learned in Remax, and it was nowhere near what I had seen working in fitness. Yeah, and I agree completely. There, there's such a discrepancy in in the personal training realm, and that's because there, there's no there's no governing body, there's no standardized you know system or, or college that governs the 
profession. And and that's true. And like, and I see, like I said, being an instructor after 10 years, like you, you see the spectrum and yeah, no, I, I agree completely. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. Like, I don't know, like, and that's where kinesiologists kind of like step up to the plate because, you know, they do have, you know, sort of standard that they follow and abide by. And, and I love that, you know, they're registered now and I think that's great. But yeah, I was referring more to like the higher level trainers who have been in the game for a while. And I think that's absolutely true. People were kind of misinterpreting that bit a little bit for sure. Yeah. And as I was saying to this other therapist that I was having this discussion with, I understand um, why massage therapists get so defensive, but it's just unfortunate that you went in there with the best intentions and you were actually oh, trying God. to help people. I, you know, in your post, you even said, if you're interested in learning more about exercise and exercise prescription, or if you want, um, recommendations for other courses to take to further your knowledge, like reach out to me, DM me. You know what I think yeah. the big problem is? I think a big problem is most massage therapists don't realize how complex fitness is. They don't realize, yeah. you know what, we're really talking about exercise exercise physiology here this right. is this isn't like can fit pro weekend course mm-hmm. and i think that's where the, the, like they just don't get well, it well that's where the confusion came in it was like they see this guy saying you know refer to a personal trainer and they're like well what the fuck i know more than a personal trainer you know more mm-hmm. than maybe some personal trainers but remedial exercise is nothing like what you're talking about exercise physiology no it's it's not the same exactly right and and not every certification is a CanFit Pro a weekend course right so if yeah. you have a certification from the Canadian Society of Exercise Physiologists CSEP right like that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a pretty high certification to have or even if yeah. you have like a, a conditioning uh, strength and conditioning from I can't remember what it's called now shit the NSAC or the yeah yeah exactly yeah. right yeah. like that's a whole other ball game so I mean. To, to even just to lump personal trainers all in the same boat like that that the I mean registered kins there's a lot of registered kins that act as personal trainers so yeah. it, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't work like that and isn't that funny massage therapists that don't like all being lumped together you know the ones that are super uh, scientific and evidence-based are lumping all the personal trainers together. to be honest with you, that's another part yeah. that fucking kills me because okay uh like under the scope of practice for a whole bunch of other practitioners, naturopathic doctors, physiotherapists, uh, chiropractors, they all learn soft tissue manipulation, right? But for them to, would, would they ever walk around saying like, uh, well, don't worry about seeing a massage therapist. I can do what they're going to do. So don't worry about it. Or I know more than they know. So, you know, don't bother seeing them. That makes no fucking sense. And every massage therapist would be so fucking angry if the naturopathic doctor was like, you know what? Well, I, I learned soft tissue manipulation you know so don't worry about uh, going see your massage therapist well, that's exactly it we are the soft tissue experts so we expect that the chiropractors the physios the kins when they have somebody who needs soft tissue work we expect that they're referring to us so yeah. why wouldn't we refer to a movement specialist yeah you know what it's funny like the whole thing how angry people were getting about you know their understanding of their remex training and where it falls on that spectrum of what i consider like fitness right um, maybe kind of proves the point. Like RMTs actually don't realize like that there's this massive depth to fitness and, you know, uh, you know, movement and things that they, uh, you know, they, they just, I don't think they just quite get it. But here's the other thing too. This was an interesting comment that I got on the, uh, on the post. And 
a girl was actually commenting and she said that she did learn things like deadlifting and squats and that they were using kettlebells and barbells in her Remex class. And I thought, really? Because that's not how I learned Remex. And no, it's definitely not how big, I learned. <laughs> no, like, so that, that was a big light bulb moment. And apparently she went to Humber College and, uh, and I know, I know Humber, I'm, I went to Humber in 2010 for a firefighting program. Um, and like, I remember, yeah, she said the, um, the Remix portion was like way more advanced than, you know, what I thought. And so I think that's another issue too, that that could be a whole nother topic or discussion, like the discrepancy in training, right? Like the college is supposed to be setting up curriculum guidelines. And and if that's true, if she was training, like her Remix class consisted of kettlebells and barbells and like scaling movements from like individual rehab based isolated exercises all the way up to like complex compound movements with load why is that not being taught across the board like that it doesn't make a lot of sense to me so that sounds like either a an instructor or that particular school going way above and beyond and it kind of makes sense for a place like humber who i think they do have like a fitness or health promotion diploma program so yeah. you know it, it's kind of like a, a really good introduction to the massage therapy students to that program um so i think that's kind of more of an isolated type of type of thing that happened there yeah, yeah. And typically and you know I, that would never yeah. happen like remex was very basic this is how you strengthen this muscle this is how you stretch this exactly muscle. and on top of that most massage therapy schools don't have the facility that has all this stuff that Humber would mm -hmm. for, yeah, for, to have true. that type of class. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. So I guess that, you know what, and I figured that much because I know um, Fanshawe College, for example, here in London, um, same scenario, right? They have a fitness and health promotion. And I think what they do for the massage students, they just recycle them and just kind of push them through components of the fitness and health promotion classes. And mm -hmm. then, you know, they give them the stamp that says they learned Remex kind of thing. And um yeah so i guess yeah that's uh it's true here too we have a school that does that but so so what 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 prompted you to put that in that particular group what do you mean what was it that made you say you know what today i'm posting this in this uh facebook group <laughs> i don't want to throw any therapists under the bus man i'm not i don't want to do okay that because therapy. that group very yeah. recently has yeah. been having a lot of exercise posts happening yeah is that it yeah. was that the reason for it that was really the yeah like the straw that broke the camel's back and that's what like i, I don't know that must have been it i just felt compelled to say you know what i'm just going to say something i'm going to say it as politely as i possibly can and <laughs> i guess that didn't matter i still got chewed out but um <laughs> yeah it was just because you know i just saw some people posting things about exercise who again like and i'm maybe a terrible person for saying this they look like they have an exercise that they aren't in their life um, and that's, uh, yeah, that's something maybe that's going to piss some people off. But like I said, if, you know, I have this belief that, um, you know, if you can't teach anything health or fitness related in a G string, maybe you shouldn't be teaching it. <laughs> and, you know, here's, here's the thing. Well, I, and okay. You know I will, I will combat yeah. you there because sure, when Mark yeah. and I met, we were, I mean, we both worked in fitness for him. I think he a had already had like 15 time. years. I worked yeah. in fitness for, you know, going on a decade and um, with, within a year of us being together, we were both fappy, fat and happy. <laughs> and I can still teach someone how to do a proper squat. Yeah. <laughs> it just won't look pretty and while I'm doing it in a G-string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I get it. No, it's just, it's, um, it, you know what it is? I, I don't mean that in like a condescending way. What, what I'm trying to get at is like intuitively, right? Let's just say, for example, you, you go to see a dentist, right? And the dentist meets you and he has 
the most horrific looking smile and his teeth are all mangled. Like, Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. Part of the reason I don't train anymore is because who's going to trust me with, with my six pack that's hiding under a six pack. Like nobody (laughs) is going to hire me to train them. Trust me. Yeah. So here's the thing though. I I actually did an Instagram post on this more so as like a social experiment because I was really curious to see like, you know, how many people actually agree with that statement? Mm-hmm. And so I put a post and it was, it was just on, it was just a story and it had an image of a group fitness instructor who, you know, looked like, you know, she was a little bit out of shape. And I said, you know what, you know, um, what are your thoughts? Essentially, like if we made it mandatory by law that anyone teaching anything health and fitness related had to be able to do so in a G-string, yes or no. And the results were interesting. It was actually two to one. Most people disagreed with that. Most people thought, no, um, it doesn't matter. And that, that shouldn't be true. And then, you know, a third thought, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's bang on. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. So. No, like I said, I get it, but I'm, it's not even just about like, I, I, I understand what you were saying you know, these people look like they haven't exercised. So how do they know? They might know, but the point is, yeah. and the way that you worded your post was that if you don't know, stop, yeah, exactly. stop fucking pretending, you know, well, if that's... you don't know, stop trying to teach someone how to do these advanced this compound is, movements this is that the scary could part. potentially fucking hurt them. This is the scary part yeah. when you cannot identify that you don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the scary part. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, man. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, by the way, he made his point and he literally just sat back in the chair. Like he's not even close to his mic anymore. Like if he could have dropped the mic, he would have dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know that you don't know, we don't want to know you. So, so tell us where, tell us where you went to school and uh, what your, what your practice is like now. Yeah. So I went to school at Westervelt College um, here in London, Ontario, and just the the, uh, two year massage program. And my practice right now, I actually, I run two businesses. Um, one, I operate independently through the private golf club domain here. So I have uh, a team that works with me um, in some of the private golf clubs here in the city. And then I actually just recently opened up my own practice. I have a clinic. Uh, I opened up downtown here in London. Uh, we're just subleasing a space within a very busy physiotherapy clinic. Um, right and both of yeah, so both have been really good and very successful, and things are going really well. So. Yeah, having the massage license is, is interesting. Like things, you know, the floodgates definitely opened once people found out that I was licensed. Because, you know, like I said, I was doing, I've been doing body work for a while now, you know, through the stretch therapy and everything. Like um, that's, you know, been going on like seven years. Massage really came after. It was more just like the icing on the cake for me. I kind of did things backwards, I guess, in a way. Um, do you still do any personal training? You know what? I do, but very, very little. Um, I probably only train like, one or two people on my roster right now and the rest the vast majority are just body work massage stretching and all that stuff that i love that really has become my new passion and my new you know my new path so then i have to ask you everybody's probably wondering this what does remex look like in your clinic (laughs) remex looks like remex you know i (laughs) well yeah i shouldn't say that because my remex class was very it was pretty one-dimensional you know we, we learned very simple isolated stretches and 
TheraBand exercises, and that was pretty much it. But a lot of the new tech you see coming out, uh, guys like Dr. Kelly Sturette, who are pushing, you know, like mobility wide, like using foam rollers and bands to, you know, floss and uh, doing joint capsule work and lacrosse balls to do soft tissue release and uh, addressing adhesions and trigger. But like, that's my meat and potatoes. Like, that's more what I pull from when I'm prescribing homework or home care for, for clients, right? I, I very rarely dabble into what I learned in traditional Remix because um, I, I, I know what works. I've been, like I said, I've been doing fitness for a while and, you know, doing an isolated stretch is great, but, you know, if you show them how to, you know, maybe do a quick floss or, you know, actually do some soft tissue compression and then do a dynamic stretch after that, like they're going to see way better results. And that's just been my experience. Yeah, for sure. I was going to ask you something as that was happening and my mind just went blank, like full blown mommy brain weight right now. Give me a second. Thinking, no worries. Thinking. Well, you, 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 <laughs> you, had a, you had a big talk just before me. So I, I had I had a question like I was all ready to ask you something, but then I stopped thinking about it because I was listening to you and it just fell out of my head. Like, what the yeah, hell was while, I going to talk to you about? Shit. While, while you, it's okay. While you're thinking about that, I will say something, though, about the post. I can't tell you how many direct messages I got after that post from people who were so, so nice to me and they were actually almost apologizing on behalf of all those idiots in the in the post who were just, you know, just going crazy. They they actually felt bad. They said, you know, we, we actually agree with what you're saying. We're so sorry that you had to deal with all that negativity and that they support my message, which was very simple. Don't prescribe exercise that you haven't had formal education or experience in. That was it, plain and simple. And I'm so happy to hear that. I'm happy that yeah, it, I'm happy that yeah. other therapists recognize that what we learn about fitness is such a small I, I don't even I don't even know if it's like a piece of the pie. Like I think it's like the it's crumb that fell off the, the table. So yeah, we can't yeah. we we do have to stay in our lane a little bit. And I mean I'm lumping myself in there too. I haven't worked in the fitness world for probably almost ten years. So I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not teaching people how to do these advanced exercises. Like I'm pretty much sticking to Remex and maybe like you said, like maybe some self-massage and it's, techniques. it's I'm not, not it's not advanced. even just the exercises it's about the exercise prescription it's yes. about understanding how to utilize volume how to how to how to properly yeah. prescribe rep sets how to properly prescribe rest intervals you know if you don't know the term periodization mm-hmm. of training if you can't mm-hmm. speak about macro cycles and micro cycles then you don't fucking mm-hmm. know fitness that's yeah. it that's the answer <laughs> yeah and and that's the thing if we did a poll right now how many rmts do you think honestly understand like basic periodization principles and like manipulating variables like reps, sets, load, tempo to get different effects and adaptation. Like how many, honestly, like I, I think it's, it's probably like, like you could count them on one hand. Like Exactly. Like, like if you, if you can't define power and differentiate between power, speed, endurance, hypertrophy, all these different phases of a macro cycle, then you, you, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Mike dropped again. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, yeah, like I didn't read your post initially. Um, Mark came across it and he showed it to mm-hmm. me and he didn't really tell me much about it. He just, you know, let me read it. And I read it and I said, I don't see anything wrong with what this guy is saying. Like I was trying to figure out, like, I almost thought he was showing it to me to be like, you know, look at this dummy. And uh, I was like, I don't see anything wrong with what he's yeah. saying. Like, what are you talking about? What's wrong? And he's like, exactly. Yeah. 
Like he's not saying anything. And then it was the comments. And I, I felt like the Michael Jackson meme with the popcorn, just like, yeah, what else are they saying? Like I was, I was so into the comments, like you were just getting ripped to pieces. Yep. Yeah. And you know what, to be fair, like th- there were some positive comments on there and that's really what the post was for. It was for the ones who actually genuinely had questions and understood, Hey, you know what, this is a weak point in my game. And you know, they, yeah. Like what are your suggestions on, you know, good courses or certifications that can help me develop that skill set better. And, and, and I responded to every single post positive or negative, what have you. Um, but I can't tell you how interesting it was just watching these keyboard warriors. I call them, you know, just literally just, you know, scheming, waiting patiently, and every negative comment that popped up, they would immediately piggyback and try to rally up against me. And I was just like, you know, like really, like if you're going to, you know, respond to, you know, just the negative ones and get off the post. And there were people on that post, I'm not going to say any names, but there were people on that post where, and I called them out. I said, listen, I'm happy to have a discussion with you about this as long as it's respectful. I enjoy a healthy debate. I said, feel free to reach out and we can talk more about this. Mm-hmm. And they declined. They said, and, you know, all I heard was excuses. I said, you know, if, if that's the case, then get off the post, buddy. Like, I'm happy to talk to you about it, right? If you don't have, if you just want to hide behind your keyboard and just, like, jump piggyback on every other negative comment, then get the hell off the post, man. I'm, at, I'm, I'm reaching out to you, telling you, if you want to talk, we can talk. You know, not in, a, not in a bad way, just, like, let's have a healthy discussion and debate about it if you want. Like, let's, you know, let's do it. And they declined. I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Um, uh, I think the people who were getting really defensive, like I don't, I don't remember who was or whatever, but I think the people who were getting really defensive, it's this mentality that kind of exists with RMTs that we have to defend ourselves because we're sort Mm -hmm. of like looked at as like the, you know, the bottom of healthcare. We don't have a university degree. Physios, doctors, kins, chiros, they all seem to, you know, they're, they're all above us, you know, in the way that the yeah, public yeah. views them, the way that they might mm-hmm. view us. And I think some RMTs feel like, well, my my knowledge base and my skill set is above what people give me credit for. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like the minute somebody's saying like, hey, you might not know this very well, they want to jump in and get defensive because they're like, well, what the fuck? I learned exercise. But again, Mm -hmm. the intent of your post was not to say that they don't know how to do therapeutic or remedial exercise. It's that you don't know everything about exercise physiology and prescription. And if you want to learn more, let me help you. But until then, stop showing people things that could potentially hurt them. I don't even know how someone who takes a 14-week remedial exercise course in a private (laughs) career college thinks that they know so much more, even on par with someone like you said the other day who has a kin degree from a university who studied the body and exercise physiology and biomechanics mm-hmm. and training for four fucking years. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, well, you and, and it's, yeah, hard. it's obviously not the same, but I think also the people that were getting really upset were so focused. You know how, <laughs> I'm going to get a little personal here, but you know how when you and I are debating, I'm not going to say arguing because Mark and I debate daily. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. one of the things we do. It doesn't turn personal usually. We don't, it doesn't get like heated or angry, but we debate because there's many, many, many things that we don't necessarily agree on. And Mm -hmm. you know how I, the one pet peeve I have is when he picks apart semantics. Like when you start focusing on, like, you know what I'm meaning to say, you understand my intent and you're focused on (laughs) a word I said, I'm like, okay, now you're just fucking reaching. Like you've got nothing else to debate about and you're picking (laughs) apart my words. And that's what I think was happening with your post too, where they kept 
getting more upset about the fact that you you lumped personal trainers in with physios yeah. and kins, as I said at the beginning, as movement specialists. But nothing. But even still, nothing is even wrong with that. I mean, yes, there are a whole handful of personal trainers that don't know anything beyond a CanFit Pro textbook. Right. But there yeah. are many, yeah. many fucking personal trainers. That's what I mean, that was their only argument. It was like personal trainers are not movement specialists, but. Many of them are, and yes. you you can't yeah. lump them all together, just like you can't lump all RMTs together. I mean, the same goes for kins. When I did my kin degree, I did a BA. I didn't do a Bachelor of Science. I did a BA, and a lot of my kin courses were things like psychology of sport, um, philosophy in sport, violence in sport. I, how does that make me a movement expert, those those elective courses? Yes, of course, I did the biomechanics and the exercise physiology, but I mean, even not all kins are created equally. So his point, again, was being overlooked and they were focused on words, which that is like the lowest level of debate. You don't have any arguments, so you're going to pick apart his words. You know what the intent was, or maybe you don't. And if you don't, then I'm scared again. <laughs> No, I, I agree. I think that was it. That the message was it was missed, right? And and that's what people were doing. They were just kind of clinging on to whatever they could to try to argue about it. And that wasn't that wasn't even remotely close to what I was trying to push. So I mean, I get it. You know what? The the post was it. It was a huge wake up call, and it was it was a really good learning experience. I'll admit. And you know, through all the positive and all the negative. And I, here's the thing: I don't usually post anything on social media, um, and I don't know why. I just felt compelled to do to do that one. But like it generated, first and last think, post. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe I don't know. We'll see. But like the uh, I think the comments last time I checked was like it generated over like two hundred comments or something like that it was insane nice and you know what i like that you 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 let the comments go yeah. i like that you responded because i've seen this in, in in a couple posts on facebook and it kills me because this is coming from people that just don't understand how social media is is meant to operate successfully even if people are straying from the concept of the original post i love how you weren't trying to draw it back and bring it back you were just letting the conversation go engaging in the conversation the way it's supposed to be done yeah exactly well, i don't know I, I think that um, it's good that you're looking at this as a learning opportunity. And I do want to say for people listening who maybe said some things on that post that weren't so nice, maybe some people who got defensive, maybe now that the dust has settled a bit, go back and reread it and understand that Rui's intent was to help. And another person here trying to elevate our profession is being kind of bullied by people who claim to want to elevate the profession. I, I slightly wonder if this same post came from somebody else who maybe was a little bit more active on the social media platforms and maybe from someone who generally people in that particular group kind of look up to, to a little bit a popularity contest mm. I, i'm mm. curious i'm curious as to what the response would have been mm. oh for sure it, it could have changed it drastically right like absolutely people are probably like who the hell is this guy who's this, <laughs> <laughs> who's this really guy like who's this new guy we don't want him with, with no shirt on like <laughs> douchebag <laughs> Right. I get it. I get. I get the dude. I get the stereotypes all the time. I get it. You know? <laughs> I haven't seen your Facebook profile. Is it actually a shirtless you with no, more abs like, than we can count? He's squatting no, in a no, g-string. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's me instructing in front of a group of people in a g-string. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna change my no. profile picture too. <laughs> 
No, I'm just the, kidding. The picture is actually, it's, it's, it's just a picture of my back. I, I don't actually have, I don't even show my face, but I think it, it's a pretty small photo. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people were even looking at that, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mark is dying right now. He just actually fell back in his chair and he's killing himself. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk to Rui about? I don't know. I think this is great because I, I love that we got an opportunity for you to talk about it because I just didn't want, I, I agree with everything you said on the post and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you're absolutely right. I think you got chewed up for no fucking good reason at all. And I just wanted to give you the opportunity to come and, uh, and, and let it be heard from you, not behind a keyboard as to, you know, why you did it, what, what the intent was and really how you're taking all of this negative shit that's come your way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I appreciate it. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I leave that door open. Anyone who does want to have a healthy discussion or debate, I absolutely love it. I, you know, I salivate at intelligent conversations. Like, you know, let's let's talk about it, you know, and anyone who did comment on the post, you know, who wants to chat more about it, you know, feel free to reach out. I leave that door open. And uh, and I thank you guys for letting me come on and say my piece. It's great, you know, that you guys, you know, understood that the message wasn't intended to be condescending or to put down RMTs in any way, shape or form. And I'm an RMT now. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah. So, so thanks for that. So let's do this if we can really quick. Just remind people as to where this post might be maybe tell them the date that you put it out on and if you if you are cool with it you know maybe give out your contact info and that way if they anyone does want to get in touch with you you know whether it's on facebook or email or whatever the case is that they can they can uh they can get in touch with you yeah sure you know i don't actually remember the date of the post but if if anyone listening to this is on the rmtao facebook group um i think if you just type in the search bar rui so the name is r-u-i um you'll see it because it has a few hundred comments on it. um and anyone who wants to reach out to me directly you'll find me in the rmtao group when you find the comment just you know send me a dm and uh, if you want to chat more if you have any questions like i said I, i've done dozens of courses and certifications and and fitness and everything you could probably imagine so um i, I kind of have a pretty good idea of you know what's out there and, and what's good and what's not worth your money so yeah, I'm happy to help anyone. Cool. So this is a post from September 2nd. And uh, right now, uh, as I checked, the, there's like a 238 comments that are happening on that. <laughs> wow. That, that's awesome, man. You, I think you just set that page on fire, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's getting people talking. Even, you know, we always say this too. When people listen to our podcast, we've got people who appreciate what we do. We have people who don't like what we do. But... At the end of the day, if we are getting people talking and we are generating conversation, then we feel like we're doing what we set out to do. So whether it's positive or negative, people are talking. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, if there's nothing, is there anything else actually that you, Rui, that you want to talk about before we wrap this up tonight? Uh, no, I don't think so. I can't really think of anything. Um, no, that pretty much wraps it up. Like I, I said everything I think I needed to say regarding the post and everything else. I'll be... Um, you know, all the tangents we went on to were great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to yeah, sum it up, uh, if you can't do a squat and a G string and you look hot, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get ripped apart for that. Oh, totally. You're gonna you're gonna get now. ripped apart, but Dear it's Lord. it's okay. Oh god. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> you might get ripped apart just for being on our podcast. <laughs> 
Probably. Oh, God, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, thank you so much for talking to us tonight. And um, if there's anything else that you want to add, then, you know, reach out to us again. We can do a follow-up. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Right on, brother. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.